3: WTAW News Time is five minutes after six. It is 60 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news brought to you by R.M. Mullinix, trusted AC service since 1948. MullinixAC.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. For the fifth straight week, two Brazos County commissioners skip a meeting where a vote would have taken place on the property tax rate. That followed a 60 minute workshop Monday that Russ Ford and Steve Aldrich were present for. The property tax rate proposal was tabled along with an agenda item discussing how to spend more than 42 million dollars in federal pandemic grant money.
1: We can't take any action on that because uh, we don't have four here.
3: Although he did not show up to yesterday's meeting, Commissioner Aldrich did ask for the agenda to include moving an early voting location in this November's election from the Memorial Student Center to the College Station City Hall. Commissioner Nancy Barry asked to hear from both city secretaries. College Station's Tanya Smith says changing locations now would take time and money. Rushing causes mistakes. Mistakes in elections is detrimental. Then there is the cost of adding another polling location that most of us did not budget for. Commissioners upheld their decision to keep the early voting location at College Station City Hall and go back to the MSC next year. The College Station City Council has its first residential neighborhood with a city enforceable restricted occupancy overlay district better known as a RU. The council voted six to one at their last meeting to approve the application that was supported by 19 of 26 homeowners in North Forest Estates. Those homes are located between St. Thomas Aquinas Church and Emerald Forest Park on Justin Avenue. HOA President Mark Hawthorne says the city now becomes the bad guy by enforcing rules that include no more than two unrelated residents in a home.
1: Thus pres- neighborhood relationships.
3: Elizabeth Kuhnha voted against the Rue. When maintaining the quality of life means excluding people from your neighborhood. I think that's a problem. The council was told that two members of the Planning and Zoning Commission voted no because of their general opposition to the Rue district. Two Texas A&M police officers on bicycles see two college station men on campus going the wrong way at 1 in the morning on their Segway electric dirt bikes. A chase followed where those on the Segways were eventually found and arrested for evading. UPD arrest reports state 18-year-old case majors ran four stop signs before coming to a stop, while 18-year-old Timothy Blymeyer was found in a car that drove up while officers were picking up one of the Segways. Both men are out of jail after each posting a $4,000 cash bond. Texas teachers now have a better idea of how to teach students lessons that align with the anti-critical race theory law signed last year. The State Board of Education has approved a few changes to comply with the law. People have talked about critical race theory without understanding what it is. Board member Rebecca Bell-Meteros says there is a difference between discussing race and racism. When you talk about critical race theory, it is explaining a phenomenon. It's not supporting that practice. Some of the changes approved include teaching students how to spot credible information and how to engage in civil discourse. The board says the changes should give students a better understanding of civics. Bailey Friday, TSN News. WTAW news time is 8 minutes after 6. It's 60 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by RM Mellanix. More news at 6.30 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW.
1: That's us, 610. Good morning on a Wednesday. Glad you're with us here in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota, New Holland dealer. In Bryan and the weather is brought to you by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com today.
0: Dry weather continues for the next several days with high pressure in control. Mostly sunny skies today. Highs getting up to around 90 degrees. Clear tonight, low in the lower 60s. Sunshine continues on Thursday with a high in the upper 80s. Clear Thursday night, lows falling into the upper 50s. And sunny again on Friday. Highs will get into the middle to upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620, 94 five WTAW and
2: I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW coming up in sports you know it seems like Texas A&M's offensive line's finally getting on track this year it took a little while mainly because they were missing their center, Bryce Foster. Bryce got to visit with the media earlier this week, so we'll hear from him coming up. Also touching on Aggie Ben's Golf and a little Major League Baseball in sports. There you go. So
1: another uh, nice, crisp morning out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing says 60. I think it was cooler than that. Got a little north wind. Good day to do some outside stuff. Oh yeah. You know, if you need to do that. I
3: will say I was walking Coda yesterday. It's still pretty toasty in the sun yeah. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like I was I guess I was expecting it to be a little bit cooler, but I definitely am enjoying the mornings and the evenings. I,
2: yep. I think I was expecting a little bit more wind than Yeah, what
3: we've that's had. true too. We always mm-hmm. think
1: about when it's gonna be from the north that there'll be quite a presence. But yeah. uh yeah, not so. Anyhow but it still, will
3: keep kinda cooling down like even with the highs as the week progresses. Yep. So and that's nice.
1: Friday night, I mean it's 54 so yeah put on your corduroy pants and uh, lumberjack jacket and Head out to the you football people. game I don't or love whatever. the feel
3: of corduroy. I like the look of it, but the feel of it's kind of weird. I agree.
1: And you know, when it's guys. Kind of like wear, velvet. Yeah, and guys wear slacks, it goes, rrr, 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 oh. you know, when you walk. A little squishy. Yeah, well, that's uh, if your thighs are rubbing cut, together. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's, uh, so, I, and yeah, corduroy is not really big in this part of no, the world. No, it's not. It's not. That's So, there's a neighborhood in Austin that's been struggling with porch pirates. Oh, okay. So, um, one couple decided to get creative. And they filled up a box with dirty diapers. Okay. And then left it on the porch. (laughs) Oh, Zach is really relating. Well, he's Uh, dealing with that now. I understand. That feel,
2: bro. That's right. I'm not there. Not the porch pirate feel, but the the dirty diapers. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Some things never change. You just grow out of it. Uh, And it worked. The thieves drove up. They grabbed the box. They ran off. But unfortunately, that did not scare them out of the neighborhood couple says that when the porch pirates realized the box was full of dirty diapers, they returned and smeared those diapers Mm -hmm. on their front door. Mm. Then they came back again about 30 minutes later with a big bag of cow manure.
3: Oh, no. And
1: they spread that all over the front of the porch and the cars and the driveways. couple called the cops, apparently. They have uh, set up a patrol in the area. As far as we know, the thieves still on the loose. Here's the lady.
3: When they discovered it was a bunch of dirty diapers, they came back and smeared those diapers on our front door. They came back with a giant bag of cow manure. And so it was a really long day of cleaning a lot of cow feces off of our house that day but it's a tool for me i have a toddler i work full time and i have another one on the way so i use this as a survival tool there has to be an end it's just not okay in my book anymore
1: no Yo. you think
3: wow but that is what happens when you mess with mean people yeah you know? it
1: is uh maybe they need to take an alternative we delivery choice time together. We
3: got info Mission. And what would that be, Scott? Well, it, I don't know if it's all Prime,
1: but Prime has lockers where you can have yeah, the stuff true. dropped off. Pick it you, up at a CBS yeah, or Yeah, you pick right? it up
2: there, right. We even have them here.
1: But, I guess uh, yeah,
3: my that's thinking... so is, unfortunate, though. Yeah, it yeah.
2: is. Yeah, my thinking is I just feel like thieves normally are just happy to get away not come back and just... Mm, that's,
3: that's what I'm saying. Anger. These are mean criminals. That's
2: how emboldened they feel. Hey, good morning. It's the
1: InfoManiacs. It's 616. We're glad you're with us here in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning... Kubota, New Holland Dealer, in Brian and Navasota. It's a good neighbor day today. Oh, huh. that's so, fun. We yeah. talked
3: about neighbors yesterday. Um, bad neighbors yeah, yesterday. Kinda, yeah, kind uh, of. Or weird the,
1: neighbors. True. Uh, so also the uh, 28th is the uh, strawberry cream pie day.
3: Okay. No Which I had a friend. I had a friend. Granted, she lives in the Dallas area, but she went to three different grocery stores looking for strawberries the other day, and they were all out. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. She goes, I know they go through, you know, you go through strawberry season where right. they're more prevalent and they're better, but she could not find them.
1: Yeah. Um, and we're really to the point where they can pretty much get stuff in from anywhere. Right. I
3: saw them at, you know, my local grocery store the other day. So yeah. we're obviously not having that. But, uh, you know, shortages and supply chain mm-hmm. issues. I was about
2: to say, it's not going to be just strawberries. It's, right. Uh, Women's Health and
1: Fitness Day. Yeah. That's a good thing. Woo-hoo. There you go. That's it. Uh, World Rabies Day. Not okay. so good. Not uh, good. No. World School milk day. Okay. Oh. Kids oh. have to, do they have to drink milk Are they still school? drinking milk? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
3: let us. I'm sure they are. I, you know
2: what? I hated those little cartons, though. I always had the hardest <laughs> time getting the open, the oh, mouth yeah. to open. Right. Uh, and, it was such a pain. And then, of course, you drink out of it, right? Right. Yeah. And then you had to find somebody. If they were out of chocolate milk, you had to trade them, right? See, if you had the regular milk. We, we never had that option. You didn't have the option no, of chocolate w- milk? One kind of milk. That's it. That's it. Yep. And we enjoyed it.
1: Actually, uh we used to have um they would bring milk to the classroom. Okay. Oh. We would have milk in the classroom wow. and then we would have it at lunch also. Now we're milked up. Exactly. Ernest, he was the guy who brought it. He was the Ernest was milkman. Ernest the milkman. Yeah, he was also the custodian, but yeah, he would do okay. that. Okay. It's uh <laughs> this day ought to be every day read a child a book that you like.
3: Oh, oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Reading to your child with
2: your child is oh. so
3: important
1: in mm. their is,
2: education. Hudson is big time on the itsy bitsy spider right now. That's all his right. Favorite. Nice. That's and he cool. has learned how to say book. So, uh, oh, cool. Oh, very good.
1: Book, book all the time. Good, good. Glad to hear that. That's off to a great start. And it's drink beer day. Hey. hey. There we
3: go. Better beer.
1: than milk. Yeah, better than milk. I like
2: beer. <laughs> yeah, beard I do too. makes you a jolly good fella. It does. There you go. All right, here's some birthdays. Birthdays for today. Frankie Jonas is turning 22. He's the littlest the Jonas. The youngest. Uh, he was in Camp Rock 2, had a role in their TV show, Jonas L.A., uh, but he's turning 22 today. Hannah Mae Lee is turning 34. She is Lily, the extremely quiet beatboxer in the Pitch Perfect oh, movies. Oh, yeah,
3: she's really um, talented.
2: Yeah, she is, but she's turning 34 years of age today. Hillary <laughs> Duff, the Duffster, oh, 35 man. today. Oh, you know, right. in addition to Lizzie McGuire, she, of course, did have a big-time music career.
0: If they could see
2: That has over 50, I don't know that one. Has over fifty four million views on YouTube. Okay. Oh. That is the right. most views. And Chelsea doesn't know it. I, she I don't. It. I know wow. I know
3: some of her older stuff and, you know, some of the other things. I don't remember that one. Well, that's but pretty I it. love Hillary Duff. Yeah,
2: I was about to say that's uh, that's fairly old, oh, at least okay. to the day. I gotcha. mean that was two thousand seven. Oh wow, I, I didn't realize that, that she
3: was a she was at least born in Houston.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And the dubster. And now she's on TV Land, so she's all grown up, I guess. (laughs) That's what happens. But she's on TV Land's younger these days. But, yes, she was Lizzie McGuire. She's turning 35. Karen Fairchild is 53. She's the brunette in Little Big Town. Was kind of their first big hit, I guess, so their breakout hit that they had. Uh, of course, they've had Pontoon, Girl Crush since then. But Karen Fairchild is turning fifty-three. Her husband's actually in the band as well. Okay, um, but there you go. Oh, She's yeah. turning fifty-three. Naomi Watts is fifty-four today. Four's mother in the Divergent movies was also in Peter Jackson's uh, Mm -hmm. King Kong remake, Mm -hmm. starred in The Ring, uh, but she is turning 54 years of age today. Mira Sorvino is turning 55. That's Paul's daughter. Uh, She actually, believe it or not, graduated magna cum laude from Harvard. Well, that's that's pretty neat. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was in an episode of House. uh, Won an Oscar for Mighty Aphrodite, uh, Mm -hmm. but she's turning 55. Janine Garofalo. It's turning 58 today. Stand-up comedian. uh, Used to be funny. Nowadays, I think she's just angry. Uh, But she was on the Ben Stiller show in the early 90s. Uh, gosh, she's been in a few other things as well. She was also in. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. Can't off the top of my head. But anyway, okay. she's turning 58. We can't help you. Uh, I'm sorry, right. guys. Uh, Jeffrey Jones is turning 76 today. He has Dean, Re- Re- uh, Dean Rooney, excuse me, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Also played Winona Ryder's Dad in Beetlejuice. And he played the newspaper guy in Deadwood, right? Yep. Uh, but he's turning 76. Normally, don't do deaths, of course, unless we do. Ben E. King. Would have been 84 today, had this little ditty.
3: So darling, darling, stand by me.
2: That was a pretty big hit back in the day. Great song. Uh, And then he was with the Drifters. Uh, Their hits include There Goes My Baby, Save the Last Dance for Me, and Spanish Harlem. But he would have been 84 today, passed away in 2015. And Ed Sullivan of the Ed Sullivan Show would have been 121 today if he'd only taken better care of himself. Passed away in 1974. All right,
1: 622. Got some of Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue we're going to give away today. And also uh, tickets to Six Flags Fiesta, Texas that are good uh, through the end of the year. Question, what are you on a mission for? Okay. What's oh. your mission? Now, today, I don't know if it's a mission, but I'm like today... I'm going to go do plumbing work at my house. Oh, okay. okay so it could fun. be a
3: daily mission. <laughs> it could be
1: a daily mission. Yes, it could, right? It could be something that's a... Or it could be a mission that you want to sell your used car. I mean, I don't know. Whatever okay. it happens to be. It could be a long-term thing. It could be a short-term thing.
2: I'm just trying to get through the show, man.
1: Well, okay. You know, you got that. But <laughs> it could be the mission. The, the, well, the reason is because uh, we have a story later on today about how many tasks the average working person has mm-hmm. to do. Oh. And so that's one thing. I mean, okay. that's your job. But then beyond your job, are there things that drive you to do something, and since I don't have a job, all I do is come up to the radio station. Then mm-hmm. you know it's other things like that for me. But what about for you?
3: Okay, let us know. We do need your first and your last name if you'd like to win the prize. Nine seven nine six nine five sixteen twenty. There you go. WTAW news time is 630. It is 60 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast after the news brought to you by Batteries Plus. We do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside and online at BatteriesPlus.com. Good morning, I'm Chelsea Reber. A group of 26 homes is the first to have protections under College Station's new residential zoning ordinance, which carries the nickname of Rue. All the homes are located on Justin Avenue, which is between St. Thomas Aquinas Church and Emerald Forest Park. Park. Mark Hawthorne, who is the president of the North Forest Estates Homeowners Association, said it will be easier on residents to have city enforcement of no more than two unrelated occupants in a home.
1: When I go, I say, look, I'm your agent. I'm not the bad guy here. You've had a complaint. We need to fix it. Trying to address this issue with no more than two unrelated is not like telling somebody to move their trash cans off the street behind the fence. It takes a lot more time to go through that.
3: Hawthorne brought up other benefits of the RU, which was approved by 19 of the 26 homeowners.
1: The RU positively affects our property values. The RU decreases the chance of corporate entities attempting to purchase property for investment purposes.
3: Elizabeth Kuhnha voted against the restricted occupancy overlay application, saying she has a problem with excluding people from a neighborhood. Opponents to an early voting location for this November's election being moved from the Memorial Student Center to College Station City Hall did not go quietly from yesterday's County Commission meeting. You
1: asked to leave. I'll ask you to be removed. If you, don't, you need to move out. You need to move out.
3: Their departure came after both city secretaries told commissioners that it does not logistically make sense to move early voting back to the MSC this late in the game. Bryan City Secretary Mary Lynn Strada says they have three different upcoming elections.
1: Our general election, a special election to fill a vacancy and a special charter amendment election. Those have all been ordered by the deadline to order an election of August 22nd. Uh, we have already published our no, uh posted our notices uh, on our website,
2: on the uh, presencevotes.org website. Our notices in both
3: English and Spanish are at the newspapers. I've already been filled by one newspaper. County Commissioner Steve Aldrich, who did not attend yesterday's meeting, asked for the voting location to be put on the agenda. County Judge Dwayne Peters and Commissioners Nancy Berry and Irma Cauley upheld their decision to keep the location at College Station City Hall this year. College Station police find the victims of eight of nine stolen catalytic converters that were found as the result of a traffic stop last week. According to more CSPD arrest reports against three men previously charged with felony theft, a local car dealer notified CSPD they had VIN numbers of eight converters that were sawed off used pickup trucks last Thursday. Two men from Navasota and one from Houston remain in jail. College Station police find the just read that story the 15th time that a 25 year old Brian Mann is booked into the Brazos County Jail. It's for a parole violation and two new criminal charges. According to College Station police arrest reports an officer on patrol with the windows down in the patrol vehicle smelled marijuana coming from a passing car. The driver bailed from the car but was found after tracing parole paperwork to where he was living. The officer retrieved a plastic bag that was thrown out during the chase which contained marijuana. Online jail records also state that Jamerson Shirley Johnson is being held on drug and weapon charges in five pending trials dating back to July of last year. Shirley Johnson is held on the unidentified parole violation and bonds on the new and prior charges that total $320,000. Florida is expecting a direct hit from Hurricane Ian and dozens of Texans are headed that way to help out.
2: Texas Task Force One is one of 28 federal teams that work under FEMA's search and rescue system. The Texas Division of Emergency Management is sending 45 people, four boats and two dogs to Florida. Governor Greg Abbott says Texans are proud to help fellow Americans in times of need and we recognize the urgency for more resources ahead of Hurricane Ian. Emergency
0: Management says Ian and Hurricane Fiona show that even though the western Gulf of Mexico is clear now, we are still in hurricane. Season, so people should make an emergency plan, practice it, and communicate it with family. Alan Skaya, TSN News.
3: WTAW News time is six thirty-four. It's sixty degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Batteries Plus. More news at the top of the hour or anytime at wtaw.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for sixteen twenty ninety four five WTAW. Good
1: morning. At six thirty-seven, it's the Infomaniacs on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for being here. We're in the WC Tractor Studio. Your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan in Navasota. And the weather is brought to you sh- by Shipwreck Grill. Proudly serving the Brazos Valley some of the best seafood, delicious burgers, great cocktails, and a fun, relaxed atmosphere. Stop by and see Wade, Mary, and the crew. They are open seven days a week at Shipwreck
0: Plenty of sunshine across the region again today. High temperatures will get up close to 90 degrees. Clear tonight, lows dropping into the lower 60s. More sunshine is expected on Thursday with highs in the upper 80s. Clear Thursday night, lows falling into the upper 50s. And mostly sunny skies are expected again on Friday. Highs will reach the middle to upper 80s. I'm meteorologist Scott Kaplan, 1620-945. WTAW
2: and I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW coming up in sports you know Bryce Foster he's the all all American freshman uh, center for Texas A&M football from last year he missed the first couple of games this season he's back now and we got to hear from him at media day earlier this week so we'll hear from him this morning as well also major league baseball and something that has not happened in the MLB since 1900 Happened last night. We'll talk about Richard Blyer and his history in sports. There you go. All right. You can call us or text us, be a part of our show. Our question is what is your mission? Do you have
1: a mission that you are are on right now?
3: Yeah. Let us know 979 695 1620.
1: Got uh, some Clippers Old Time Pit barbecue and uh, some tickets to Six Flags Fiesta
3: Tech. And it can be a daily mission. It can be a lifelong mission. Sure. It can be all sorts of things. Somebody
1: said preparing for hunting season. Ah, Yep. There you go. That's a mission. Yep. Yep. So, a um, couple of things about the county commissioner's situation. Uh, don't like the idea that the county commissioner Aldridge put something on the agenda and then saw fit to not be there. Agreed. Uh, to walk through that. Uh,
3: Especially it, something that had been discussed, mm-hmm. been decided on yep. multiple times. Yep.
1: Don't, yeah. Uh, you know, don't want to get into all the uh, political gymnastics because that's exactly what we're talking about here. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that that's not a good look. Second thing is, of the students who have spoken, Mm -hmm. whether it was this week or in any previous weeks, are all of them registered to vote in Brazos County? Oh. Because if they're not registered to vote in Brazos County, I don't want to hear from them. Well, can you
2: you legally ask them that? And you so ask them I if they're I think you registered? probably can. I okay. mean, how
3: many people discuss or, or oppose a topic that has nothing to do with them? A lot of people uh, do. Right? Uh, a
1: lot of people do. Yeah. I'm, I'm just
3: talking about in general. And I don't know about these students. I will say there was one that spoke yesterday during, uh, be- before the meeting or, you know, before the item was discussed. Right. Um, They have been coming to meetings for at least the last four weeks Uh uh, discussing there were also some people and I don't I haven't watched every meeting I I was viewing yesterday's meeting and um, they were obviously just really upset because it seems like last week there was discussion of the legality of changing the locations back. That was kind of skirted like or that was kind of brushed under the rug yesterday because I, I think it is legal to still change it back to the Memorial Student Center. But that's why Commissioner Nancy Berry had both city secretaries come up and discuss just the logistics yeah, of it and all the issues taken. they're going to run into the time, the money. Um, I, I really appreciated Tanya Smith's comment about rushing you cause mistakes, and mistakes in voting can be detrimental. Oh yeah, Right, exactly. So I understand the frustration from the students and from people who wish that it was at Memorial Student Center. The commissioners have blatantly come out and said, we made a mistake, but this is how it is this year, and we are going to change it back next year. But, like, this is it. Just deal with it and and go vote somewhere else for early voting.
1: So, again, I want to know, were they registered, are they registered to vote in Brazos County? And you still got time. I mean, October 11th is the deadline. We've talked about that. If you're not registered someplace else, so you can switch your registration, actually, too. But I don't know. And probably we can go back after the fact and do this. Trudy Hancock, I believe, is the person who made the decision on making the change or or, excuse me, brought the information. And from that standpoint, they made the change as to when uh, where the the early election uh, opportunities would be. And no, I think she did make that decision. That's her job. She's the uh, she's the supervisor for uh, for votes in, in Brazos County. So I don't know exactly what the parameters were. It may well be that they I, anyway. I don't know. Just didn't have the numbers. It would be it'd be interesting to know what was the genesis of that. Why did they decide that that would be something to do? All right.
2: Well, it certainly makes it much easier for students and for people that work on campus. And I think uh, Mayor Mooney has even spoken to that effect as well. Um, and, yeah, I and, just go back. No, why was the
3: why was it made? Why was the change made in the first right, place? Yeah, so. and
2: that, yeah, that's what Scott's asking, yeah. and, and that's what I'm wondering too. Because it seems to me like, especially since Texas A&M is so vast, it's so big. There's so many people that are involved in it and are on campus mm-hmm. all the time. Why why would we make that a a, a situation where they could not? you know be able to vote at the MSC
3: because we just built a brand new pretty city hall we need to, is show that it it they off. Wanted to I don't know do that. Is yeah, maybe right.
1: yeah I don't but I don't think so I think it's probably a little <laughs> bit more than that but once again uh, and and but for because I saw somebody say this is voter suppression. OK, that's BS. OK, that's just that's once again, you're trying to bring in these sorts of words to get people all fired up. About oh, yeah. Stuff. And they
3: were fired up oh, yesterday. They were. They were. I mean, you heard a little bit of it. Yeah,
2: they
1: were. That's uh, that's that's fine. But, but, uh, but
2: the good thing about this community is there are still plenty of places that are readily available to go vote. Obviously, it's not going to be as convenient for some people as it would be if it were still at the MSC. But nobody is stopping you from being able to go vote. And yeah. as Chelsea oh, said, yeah. CD, city hall is not that far from campus. Right. It's a it's within a walking distance. You can walk
3: across the street. Yeah.
2: Oh, I gotta
3: walk. <sighs> you could ride one of your little scooters. You could There's do plenty that of those. As long as you oh, behave. I, I, and again, I understand their frustration. But like you said, Zach, like the fact that we have as many places as we do, and this is just for early this voting. This is just for
1: early voting. Just right. for early voting. Correct. Correct. There
3: will be all of the locations open on voting day. And I, I get it. You don't want to wait in the three-hour line on voting day. But there are plenty of opportunities. I, I just, you're right. Using the word voter suppression, it just, it's it's
2: extreme. What, what we're saying is it's first world props. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah,
1: they're... Well, they're trying to bring rhetoric from Washington Mm -hmm. to Brazos County, and I don't want that. I do not want that. I mean, we don't live here to live in that world, okay? Speaking of that world, we'll talk to the congressman later on today, um, and we'll talk to uh, Mayor Nelson. In the meantime, uh, this Nord Stream pipeline that, of course, connects uh, Russia and Europe... Uh, apparently there are some leaks and they are concerned that it was sabotage.
3: Oh. Three gas leaks
2: within 24 hours have been detected from the Nord Stream 1 and 2, pipelines that Russia and European partners spent billions to build, while neither line was operating when the leaks began. European officials are investigating what caused the pipes to rupture. Poland's prime minister blamed sabotage for the leaks, and Ukrainian leadership is already blaming Russia, calling the event a terrorist attack aimed at destabilizing European energy security. Russian officials did not take responsibility, saying the Kremlin is extremely concerned about the leaks. So. And that, by the way, those are in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. What's I, that doing to the plant well, life? Oh. No, they're they're not being used right now. I
1: think they're not. That's what he said. They weren't in use at that time. And that's true, though. That's, they're just creating they're, a lot of bubbles. They got. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You got to get that fixed. Yes. Yeah, like blowing bubbles in a coke. Can you imagine glass. what the yep. fish are thinking? Um, well, they've got to be concerned. I would be. Yep. Uh, Suddenly, my home was uh bubbling up. Well, so anyway, but the fact that yeah, three of them happened in uh 24 hours mm-hmm. does seem to be a little bit of a head uh, scratcher, a, maybe a little situation there. So, um, of course, the hurricane, I guess, is uh probably front and center. Yeah, yep.
2: the, yeah, absolutely. The, the
1: um. I guess they, what a foot of rain is that what they say they're I, gonna get. I don't know. It's they're just...
3: making it sound really bad, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be making it sound really bad. I'm interested to see what it ends up being like. Well, yeah.
2: I, I think what they're projecting at this point is it being a category five. Whoa, uh, which is which is big, very very big, uh, and obviously the the wind. They, they do that by miles an hour of wind right. and everything right. else, the ferocity of the hurricane, but also just the expanse of it is huge as well. Now, obviously, this has been getting a lot of play on the national media. CNN, Don Lemon has a show, and he brought on Jamie Rome, who is the acting director of NOAA in the National Hurricane Center. Okay. Now, he initially, Don Lemon, before we play this clip, asked Jamie Rome, do you think this phenomenon is caused by... Climate change. And Rome responded by saying, Well, we can talk about climate change later. I want to focus on the here and now. And then he goes into describing the hurricane. But then Lemon comes back to it. Uh, Listen, I'm just trying to get that you said you want to talk about climate change, but what what effect does climate change have on this phenomenon that that is happening now? Because it seems these storms are intensifying. That's the question. I don't think you can link climate change to any one event. Uh, On the whole, on the cumulative, uh, climate change uh, may be making storms worse. uh, But uh, to link it to any one event, um, I, I would caution against that. Mm. oh jamie's gonna get called into the principal's office yeah he busted uh don lemon's yeah. balloon on that one but yeah. uh yeah i mean when you're looking at obviously storms have been around for a long time Yeah, they have. Uh, hurricanes have been making landfall in the gulf of mexico for a long time so um yeah i, I think he was more worried about just getting the information out mm-hmm. and telling people what they need to be be cautious of and everything else versus going down that rabbit hole but and once again i'm i'm
1: let me hop in and say, I believe that we have impacted the climate. There's no doubt. There is no doubt. But, again, till we get uh, India and China in line, I wouldn't say that you need to be poking the United States to be the problem there. Uh, we got a commercial that uh, that I think Greg Abbott is running having to do with fentanyl. Mm, and uh, Yeah,
3: rainbow candy.
1: Yeah, so uh, now the feds are starting to talk about that a little bit.
0: Derek Maltz says we're seeing an unprecedented amount of kids dying as young as 13. He says it's not a drug issue, it's mass poisoning. And Maltz is warning parents to educate themselves after officials seized 15,000 pills disguised as candy in Connecticut. That seizure found drugs stashed in Skittles and nerds packaging. Maltz says cartels are taking advantage of teens' obsession with the Internet by selling their drugs on social media platforms. Chris Dimeo, Fox News. Now
1: it's inside those containers. That's pretty disquieting. If mm-hmm. they've, they've got them inside actual candy, uh, candy bags. Right. It's stuff. not.
3: It's not candy. That's just kind of disguised as like homemade candy. It's in actual Skittles packages yeah. and things mm. like that. Yeah.
1: Not. Uh, not a good thing. Hey, Houston. Don't uh, buy
3: your candy off social media. No, yeah. you really shouldn't just go be buy doing it that. out of the store. Can, there's
1: a lot of things that people should. Yeah, just they automatically obviously know there's know.
3: something. Yeah.
1: So uh, Houston's got a uh, their second gun buyback about to happen. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner and other local leaders announcing another gun buyback event October eighth. After what Turner calls a success, another gun buyback fueled by federal funding that got over eight hundred guns off the streets. If we take only one gun off the street that could have been a sto- that could have been stolen or used to injure or kill someone, then the initiative has been worth it. New rules in place for the city's second buyback event and 3D-printed ghost guns won't be accepted due to what leaders saw as an exploitation of the program. The buybacks are part of Turner's anti-crime initiative, One Safe Houston. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Okay, first, I didn't know they had one. They had had one gun buyback. Before, yeah. yeah. And second, how about that?
3: So they they're, won't take the ghost guns.
1: Yes, they're 3D printed ghost mm-hmm. guns. Basically, let's print a bunch of those and get money for them.
3: Oh, yeah. <sighs> I see what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. Plus, we can't turn around and sell those to other countries. Yeah. But, so anyhow, they're uh, they're having a buyback 90 miles down the
2: road, uh, just so you know. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Coleman and Patterson. Get true market value for your farm and ranch, heavy machinery, trailers, and more. Contact colemanandpatterson.com about their next live and online simulcast auction at 654. The offensive line for number 17 Texas A&M football seems to be finding its rhythm after paving the way for 225 rushing yards and last week's win over Arkansas. Now, a big reason for the improvement is the return of center Bryce Foster, who was dealing with mononucleosis early in the season. Yeah, I was kind of nervous to start playing again, honestly. I always do, like, Google searches online whenever I get sick with any type of symptoms, whether it be, like, allergies or anything. (laughs) And it was like, oh, cancer this. I was like, whoa, hold on, that can't be right. (laughs) But, um... I read some stuff about like your spleen could rupture if you do a lot of like strenuous activity. So I was kinda nervous about coming back, but the trainer said I was all good to go, so I decided to try to come back I and mean, my energy's still pretty low and stuff like that and I'm still really fatigued and tired a lot, but I mean it's just like grinding through the practice and games. Bryce seems to be no worse for the wares. He started the Aggies' last two matchups. Now, he did have a couple of low snaps last Saturday, and that prompted him to tweet an apology to the 12th man. I want to be one of the greatest to come through here, especially at center. I mean, you know, Eric McCoy, he was a great center that came through here. I want to be in the talks of him and be in the greatness of stuff like him. I didn't see him have that many low snaps. Um, So, you know, it's just like taking responsibility for things that should have been right. I mean, we left a lot of points on the board. Bryce and the guys will look to shore things up this Saturday when they visit Mississippi State and Starkville. Now to get coaches' take, tune into the Jimbo Fisher Coaches Show tonight from 8 to 9 on 1620-945-WTAW. Time for a sneak peek of the SEC, brought to you by T-Mobile. Number 17, Aggie Men's Golf, rallied past 13th-ranked Auburn yesterday in conference match play in Alabama. Sophomore Vishnu Zadigopan won the deciding match, one up over the Tigers' Brendan Valdez. And that's been your SEC sneak peek, brought to you by T-Mobile, the official 5G sponsor of the SEC. Jose Altuve smacked two home runs, and the Houston Astros rolled past the Arizona Diamondbacks last night, 10 to two. Rookie Jeremy Peña also went deep, giving him 20 homers for the year.
0: Uh, it's awesome, you know. It's awesome. Uh, you know, preseason, like I don't really set goals based off of numbers, but hitting 20 your yeah, rookie year is a pretty cool milestone.
2: The win marked the 102nd of the season for the Strohs, who will host the D-backs again tonight at 7:10. 10 Pre-game gets underway at 6:40 on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Rangers rookie Josh Young walloped two dingers and drove in all of Texas's runs as they defeated the Seattle Mariners 5-zip. The victory did come at a price as shortstop Corey Seager was forced to leave the game in the eighth after getting hit by a pitch. Interim manager Tony Beasley says Seager is day-to-day with a deep bruise. The Rangers visit the M's again tonight at 840. In staying on the diamond, history in New York as Miami reliever Richard Blyer became the first big leaguer since 1900 to balk three times and one at bat. Blyer came on in the eighth inning and retired the first two Mets batters he faced before allowing an infield single to Jeff McNeil. He was then called for a balk three times, which allowed McNeil to come around and score. And the United States men's soccer team was held to a goalless draw by Saudi Arabia yesterday in Spain. It was the final warm-up game for the Americans ahead of November's World Cup in Qatar. And that's been your morning sports update, brought to you by Coleman & Patterson on 1620-94.5 WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor.
1: Hey, we want to know what your mission is, whether it's for this day, this week, this month, this lifetime. Share it with
3: us. Yeah, 979-695-1620. Need your first and last name if you want to win.
1: That's it. You may put somebody onto your mission as well. They may like it. All right, it's a high temperature, 91 today. That may be the warmest day for the rest of the week. Lows will be maybe in the upper 50s. That'll be fun. 60 right now. WTAW, College Station, Bryant